Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from common mental health challenges. I believe we all deserve and can achieve great mental health. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you practical tools, strategies, and principles that will help you navigate the path to recovery and move towards becoming the best version of yourself. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey there, and welcome to another episode. So my name is Matt Cotty, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Restored Minds. And on this episode, we are going to talk about a question I got, and it's just, why isn't ERP working for me? And I want to share some just general thoughts on that. Because, I mean, I know for, it was a question that I wrestled with for a long time before I really, you know, really figured this out and, and kind of got got this down um, clearly. And so uh, real quick before we dive in, uh, if you could help out our show, we would really appreciate it by liking and subscribing as well as um, even leaving a comment or a review on iTunes. Those things really help again, the algorithm, the show, and it really would help us uh, to get this out to more people. Also, for those of you that are wrestling with OCD and anxiety over at restoredminds.com, we have various resources to support you uh, from, you know, uh, I have some right down in the notes actually with a two day workshop as well as a free guide. And um, we also have, you know, more in-depth programs and coaching services to help you on this journey. So with that said, let's go ahead and dive into why isn't ERP working for me? So to, to kind of make sure we're all using the same language. ERP, what we're talking about is exposure and response prevention. And when we're talking about OCD and anxiety recovery, what what we're really talking about here is your nervous system is getting activated in times when you're actually safe. So you might be in bed and all of a sudden I'm having a panic attack. Like physi- physiologically, I'm totally safe, but my nervous system is is kicking off right? My sympathetic nervous system. And really what we're trying to do is really get your body back into the parasympathetic uh, nervous system state where your rest digests, right? So sympathetic nervous system, fight or flight, rest digest is the parasympathetic nervous system. And what often happens is, is when we're talking about OCD, things like that is you're having thoughts. So like what if thoughts or thoughts that are scary about the past and future that are actually, actually activating your nervous system. And then you end up doing behaviors to calm down the nervous system, but that paradoxically reinforces the thoughts that they were actually dangerous. So your brain produces more thoughts, your nervous system gets more activated and this cycle starts building to like really put it simply. And so ERP is exposing ourselves to the fear or the thought or the situation that triggers us and then preventing ourselves from responding with any behaviors that reinforce that loop. Okay. And, um, I feel like a guy from South Park. Okay. You know? And so, so if you don't get that reference, don't worry about it. Um, and when, when we do those behaviors though, again, they work temporarily, right? They do calm us down. They make us feel better, but they reinforce the fear so that it keeps it going. So by doing exposure response prevention, we are forcing our body to confront the idea, Hey, are we really in danger? We're not going to do anything at all to, to mitigate this. 
and then our body calms down on its own. This is the process of habituation. So our body habituates and our nervous system essentially calms down and our body returns to homeostasis. So that's what exposure response prevention is. And it's the gold kind of standard of, you know, treatment processes when it comes to the OCD and anxiety spectrum, right? Or the stress spectrum, really, whether it's phobias, social anxiety, even PTSD and um, panic attacks. So a lot of people, they, they know about it, right? There's a good chance if you're listening to this podcast, you've heard about or read about exposure and response prevention before. And the, the question comes up of like, you know, I, I hear this question a lot. Well, hey, man, I tried that. Yeah, that sounds really great, man. I tried it. It didn't work. Okay. Or, hey, you know, why isn't this working for me? I tried it. I got some success. And let's talk about why that is. Because, again, a lot of people don't really understand how to do this correctly. And, and I know that that might sound kind of, you know, a little bit out there, but it's, but it's the reality in my experience. Um, so exposure response prevention sounds simple, but it's not easy. And, you know, it sounds simple. Just don't do the behaviors. The problem is, is that, so here's number one, one of the reasons it's not working for you if, if you've tried it, is that you're still doing behaviors without realizing it. Well, so the first actual reason is that you still engage in behaviors, okay? And so that's reason number one, is that you still engage in safety behaviors. So this is, you know, someone who wrestles with contamination, OCD, or, you know, something like that, fears about contamination, and they do an exposure, like touching a doorknob, and then they go and they wash their hands with soap usually. So preventing that, they don't wash their hands with soap. So that would be the prevention. But then they go and use Perel, right? Or they avoid touching the doorknob altogether or they get reassurance from someone else. They just really interchange the behavior. So this is the, this is the first problem is that you still engage in behaviors, okay? Um, and, and even if you don't do the one that you normally do, you just replace it with a different one. That's It's essentially like if I'm trying to be sober and it's like, hey, you know, good news. I, I didn't drink yesterday, but, you know, I went and, you know, took something else. Right. Or it's like, that's not the, like the point is like you, you have to think of exposure response prevention in the context of sobriety. I think that is really helpful. And I use that analogy a lot. Like, like, you know, when, when, um, and, and in the 12 step programs, you know, I, one of the things I think they measure really well, is, is like their success measurement is very straightforward. Did you drink? Did you use like that is, that is the blanket uh, thing that is asked. And if you didn't like, no matter how much you wanted to, or any other that it's like, that was a successful day with exposures is, did you engage in a behavior that altered your state from anxious to calm in a, in a quick manner? And if you did, then you're not doing it correctly. So doing like going and getting triggered is not doing exposure response prevention, because if you go get triggered and, you know, going and doing something that actually activates your anxiety, then you go do behaviors. It's just going to reinforce everything. You know, so um, hopefully that makes sense. The um, the next thing is, is so so the first step is you're interchanging just different behaviors with different behaviors, right? So you're you're not doing your common ones, but you're just doing different ones instead. The next problem is, is you're doing behaviors without realizing it. This is probably 90% of the people that I work with. This is the, the route that they fall in. This is what I this is what happened to me. And um, what I mean by that is usually 
people are engaging in mental behaviors without realizing it. So what we need to understand with ERP is that physical behaviors and mental behaviors are equal. There, there's, there's not like one isn't greater than the other. They are the same thing for all intents and purposes, especially when it comes to exposure response prevention. So what happens a lot of times is people are good at stopping their physical behaviors, things like getting reassurance, maybe even avoidance and checking and washing. But then they go and do things like rumination, thought suppression, analyzing, um, you know, uh, thought replacement, right? You know, trying to suppress thought, right? You know, trying to fight off thoughts, trying to get rid of thought, trying to get rid of anxiety, trying to outthink their anxiety, trying to figure out why they're anxious, trying to figure out why they're afraid of this. Um, all these things that people do in their minds are safety behaviors. They're compulsions, right? You know, that's just... That is the problem. And, and again, this is why when you're doing true ERP, if you go and do an exposure external, let's say you're afraid of restaurants and you go to a restaurant and you go and ruminate the whole time, you're, you're not doing ERP. You're just exposing yourself and then you're doing a bunch of behaviors, which is actually making you worse because it's just reinforcing the fear more. And this, so this is a huge reason why people struggle with ERP. And um, and I, and I talk about this a lot in the, in the workshop. So, you know, if you haven't checked out that workshop yet, again, it's, um, you know, it's, I think it's like $27 or something like that, that, that we're, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that it's, um, we still have it available for that. Um, so, you know, check out the two day workshop because it goes in depth into this. Um, and then the, the final piece, and I think this is really the, the main kicker here is that you're doing ERP from the conscious, from, from the wrong level of consciousness. And let me kind of explain what I mean by that. So, you know, Albert Einstein once said, right, you can't solve a problem from the same level of consciousness in which it was created. Now, when we're talking about OCD and anxiety, when we're talking about intrusive thought, what happens is, is that people try to outthink the intrusive thought. Right. And, and they try to use ERP from the same level of mind and where the problem is. And when we're talking about consciousness, what we're talking about here is elevating your consciousness to, again, a higher level, meaning you're, you know, moving into the observing self or, you know, the witness or the higher self. And if you are still trying to use the tools that you're learning from the mind level, that is why you're having problems. This took me so long to figure out because this is what I did. I would, I would learn skills and I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go in. I'm going to fight all these thoughts off. Like I was, you know, the karate kid. Right. And I was just going to, I was just going to go, you know, straight into the battle. Oh my goodness. It doesn't work. It does not work. Right. Um, and, and when we're talking about doing ERP, Yes, we need to make sure we're not replacing behaviors. Yes, we need to make sure we're not doing behaviors without even realizing it. But then when we're really talking about doing ERP, we need to talk about implementing ERP and these techniques like the AAA response from a higher level of consciousness. And we need to talk about diffusing from the mind and emotion enough and creating enough space to even do ERP effectively. And I did not get this at all. For a long time. And, and it wasn't until I really started understanding these ideas about 
consciousness and even, even learning how to implement them. Right. Which is a whole nother gamut. And again, we, we obviously talk a lot about this and taking back control, but this, this one element here of leveling up consciousness and understanding consciousness and understanding the different levels of consciousness and applying the tools from a higher level of consciousness than where the problem is created. So think of like the problem being in the ego and being able to apply it from your higher self or the observer of the ego. And I know if you don't get what I'm saying right now, like that's totally okay. Please don't get overwhelmed and like, oh, Matt's talking woo-woo witchcraft stuff. This is nonsense. No, don't, don't like, don't, don't let yourself go there. Don't let your mind go there. Because your mind's not gonna. This is what I mean. Your mind cannot conceptualize this idea. This is an experiential idea when you're really talking about shifting into different levels of consciousness. Um, most of us just live in that ego. We just think that whatever our mind's saying is the reality. That's just what it is. And that's just what we take at face value of reality. The, the issue is, though, is that that's, that's the lowest level of thinking that we can engage in is the ego. And when you start understanding moving into higher levels of consciousness and applying the tools from those levels, that changes the game. So those are the three points that I wanted to share today. Uh, again, you're doing behaviors and you're, or you're just changing behaviors, right? Which is obviously why ERP is not effective. Uh, you're doing behaviors without realizing it. Um, and you know, when, when you are, um, engaging in behaviors, especially in your mind, the mental rumination, that seems to be the one that usually gets people stuck. Right. And so, so again, that's why the AAA response, right. Why we're so big on switching to solution focus is to really stop the rumination and all the mental behaviors. And then finally applying these techniques from a higher level of consciousness. So if you're trying to solve thought, if you're trying to solve your mind from the level of your mind, you're going to have a lot of conflict there. You're going to be going in asking yourself like, well, is this an OCD thought? Is this a real thought? I don't know. What about this? What about this? What about this? If you find that, then, then, then what's happening is, is again, you're trying to use the tools from the same level of consciousness and where the problem is of, of thinking. And, and that's, um, that's where people get stuck. So hopefully these ideas resonate. Hopefully they make sense. And again, if you're looking for more clarity and guidance on this, again, check out the workshop in the notes, check out the link or the guide. And then you can also Again, come over to restoredminds.com and complete an application. Check out some of the different resources that we have available for you because it's very difficult to just implement this stuff on your own. It's, it's very important that you get guidance. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I got for today. And, uh, again, wish you guys a great week and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Take care. Hi there, Matt Cotty here, and thank you for taking the time to hang out today. Now, real quick, if you are currently struggling and you're looking for help, please head over to restoredminds.com because we have different programs available to help you, and the good news is, is that for the most part, you can get started right away. And if you found this episode helpful, then we would really appreciate if you would take the time to leave us a review on iTunes as it would really help our show. You can also send us ideas for topics of future episodes that you would like us to cover at support at restoredminds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.